0: In this episode of our podcast, Church Hurt, we are discussing social emotional church hurt that takes place. We do not discuss or touch on physical or sexual abuse that takes place in the church, which are a major component of church hurt. We want to make sure that we do not minimalize these effects and the traumatic events that have happened to people in the church. These are very real events. However, if you have been hurt by someone in the church either physically or sexually we hope that you have not only had justice but that you have sought help and are on your journey to healing. Wow! Welcome back, y'all. Welcome Welcome back to Generation Free Podcast, where we are your hosts. I am Ross. And I am Keisha. And y'all, we are so happy to be back another month. Missed you guys. Hope you guys missed us. A few followers out there that's keeping up, okay? Putting their comments in the section, okay? Supporting. I got a shout out. I got a shout. We can shout out a couple of our, our people. I'm gonna shout out my boy Trey Harris, who is an avid listener. He keeps up. He comes to church and he's like, he texts me like, "Is your cousin okay?" I <laughs> But <laughs> oh, that's the one.
1: Yeah,
0: he consistently watches and supports us, Trey. So shout out to you, Trey. Love you, man. I also want to shout out you. I know you want to I shout. Know. Out. Let's see. Lanika
2: Wright, mm-hmm. she watches faithfully. And also my mommy, right? Catherine Warren, she is one of our faithful listeners. Yep. Um, our Aunt Patricia, mm-hmm. she is also. Um, and I also
0: do, do believe Aunt Vonda,
2: mm-hmm. when she can, does yep. catch us.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And our cousins, you know, my sister Lonnie, yep. Shel, and Shamara. Yep. Shout out. And Aunt Jackie actually watches us too she's just quiet about it but it
1: doesn't, it
0: doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't. so that's about 10 people that consistently follow and watch us and we are grateful for those that's 10. right because that's all that matters the, the whole point of this is to get out the word and that somebody is helped and freed and that is shared um you know and that's the goal so today guys we are going to have a conversation about church hurt and it y'all we, i think we kept it to one part hopefully today we're gonna keep it to one part let's 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 try it we're gonna uh, do our best hopefully we'll keep it to one part this won't be a two-part <laughs> that will be the that'll be the goal uh in the in the planning but this is a, a an impromptu conversation today so yes, it if was. it feels a little flowy today it's gonna be a conversation about church hurt and we're gonna talk about a lot of things. um. But the, the focus today will be church hurt. And so before we get started, Keisha, if you could just lead us in a word of prayer. Mm-hmm. Father, we do. Thank you. And we praise
2: you on today uh, for bringing us here. Oh God, we do ask that you allow us to de- decrease for God so that you may increase in us. Lord God, allow the words of our heart and the meditation, the words of our mouth, I'm sorry, in the meditation of our heart to be acceptable in your sight oh god we do ask that the words that we say help them to allow them oh god to help someone else oh god these are the things we do ask in your name in jesus name we do pray and thank you amen
0: amen so really quickly i'm going to see and i don't know if this is um like an urban dictionary thing but this this is because i told you y'all we in a conversation i'm going to see and look up if there's a church hurt meaning. Ooh, church hurt meaning. Church hurt what? Meaning. So, church hurt okay. is a newer term. This is by Theo. Oh, Theos, you? I don't know if that's the. We're going to use it. It's the first thing that came up. All right. Cause I was about to so, say it, I'm looking too now. Yep, it's Theos. dot www.theosu.ca. The term is called church hurt. So basically, this was just some article somebody wrote, I believe. So, this is just there is no formal definition that we are giving tonight. So, this is not a credible definition. This is not what's the word scholarly. So, this is not published, it's like in that sense where it's been uh, reviewed by a board of people and you know, all that stuff. This is just like an article. But it says church hurt is a newer term referencing the pain, sadness, emotional scarring, or abuse experience in a church context. Church hurt can be inflicted intentionally or unintentionally by laity or religious leaders. So basically, this is saying that church hurt is a new term, meaning this is something new. This is not something that was always um, referenced. Mm -hmm. Um, Basically, it's any type of pain, whether it be physical, emotional, uh, and we and ooh, it can get really deep actually um but um and it's the thing that's that's important is that it can be intentional but it can also be unintentional it can be by members or it can be by those in leadership and so today we are talking a little bit about church hurt in some ways and how that looks and um that's what we're gonna that's what we're gonna hopefully do as as we converse this can go anywhere honestly yes it can I mean, so, let's get into it, all right? Let's go. But you were saying what people associate. Yes, people associate church,
2: I mean, they associate it with the church, because the church is supposed where you're supposed to be able to go, and, you know, you're supposed to be able to go there and be yourself and be free to change and be free to make mistakes and no one really judge you judge you
0: yeah Um, so I think that's why but I think that's what you just said though right so everyone's there is making mistakes and trying to be in the process of them also being at church they hurt people in the process and so Mm -hmm. I think the reason why church hurt occurs even at a higher level or that people associate church hurt to be church hurt is because they expect perfection from people. Yes.
2: They expect and none are perfect.
0: Perfect. Not, mm-hmm. not, perf- not perfecting, not becoming perfected, right? Yes. Like,
1: and, yep.
0: Perfection. And mm-hmm. it's because I'm like, trust me, I've I've experienced what people would call church hurt. Me
1: perfect,
0: too. That happens inside of the church.
1: However, mm-hmm.
0: I've also probably caused some church hurt. Me too. So therefore, I don't want you to say probably cause. I've, I've caused some trouble. <laughs> therefore, <laughs> we're going to take the probably out of it. This is just, this is just true, right? Because I'll, I'm i still in process. You're human. Yeah. Simple. And then
2: I think that's also why like people put such a, you're supposed to be in the church. So you shouldn't do this, 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 and this. Because they think that because you're in the church, you're supposed there's this, status of perfection that
0: comes with you and that's not true but they don't expect themselves to be perfect they just expect that, that part to be perfect so they come to church every Sunday and don't consider themselves a part of the, the church yeah like, like you go to church every Sunday or guess what you can go to church one Sunday and make a mistake and somebody be like somebody at that church yeah it's something to me and you they might even be a man that might
2: even I'm not never going
1: back
0: yeah because one person. one person and they they might not even be a member of that church they might have been visiting too yep and, and you don't even know and yep. and and the thing like it's not that something it's not that people say i'm not going back to that church they just stop going to church period don't yeah. go back to that church then if but you that's great. the
2: crazy thing is if somebody hurt you on your job you're not about to stop working
0: you go back and get that we, we just need to go do our introduction and get started <laughs> You don't even go to do another job. You go back to the same job. That part. Go to the and same job the, the same next day. And you have more grace for the With, people your job yep. and McDonald's that messed up your food yep. than you do for your fellow brother and sister. Because if you yep. are a believer in Jesus Christ and him crucified, <laughs> resurrected and living again and, and call yourself savior, image bearer, any of those things then you know you two are the church and mm-hmm. so you can't exclude yourself from the body that's like the finger detaching itself from the body and saying yep. oh i belong um, i'm not a I'm part no of <laughs> your dna <laughs> is connected to me and you're a finger yep. and you're mm-hmm. a part of the body, the body of christ which is the church and mm-hmm. um, you know I mean, there are times where body parts get on to other part by other other body parts just to keep living for a while, you know. Yep. So maybe go and detach yourself from that part and go to another part, so, of the time, mm-hmm. but don't leave the body and then don't think, leave and then try to benefit from the body as the, at the same yep. time. You know, it's like that's why I'm like church hurt is definitely a real thing. Happened to me. I've done it. I've been the villain mm-hmm. of, of the church Me too. <clears throat> but so like I guess it's this huge thing though now right like you know people that's like the excuse
2: yeah I was about to say people use it as an excuse not to come really mm-hmm. because if you really wanted to come in spite of and regardless to you would still come I mean, if somebody hurt you in your job, you
0: still gonna go because you want your paycheck. And and church is the place. <laughs> and when I say church, I don't mean the building. I'm not even saying that church you go to, that, that mm-hmm. local assembly, right? Yep. Talking about the body of Christ, you know, people say, I'll just I just go and I'll just have my relationship with the Lord by myself at home, da da da. And I'm like, but that's not biblical in any sense. The Bible says to forsake not
2: the assemblies of yourself together and it also says that he gives you pastors yeah. after your own
0: heart after his own heart
2: yeah. not your own heart after his heart
0: right and, and god also is a huge proponent of community it's a literally mm-hmm. every, everywhere in the bible it's so crazy i sent this note to um ooh, this is yeah, i sent this note to my friend shelby and i was talking about how the church has started becoming like the world, and we—it's been looking like the world for a while. You know, there are parts of the, yeah, of the world, but um, we're becoming like this very um, selfish society where <laughs> you see it on—you see it on social media, you see it in people's um, language, where they are—they um, care more about themselves than they care about other people. They, you know, you hear. Mm-hmm like and we're not talking about self-care right there's there's a thing where you do have to care for yourself in order to yeah. be able to give out we're not talking about that though we're talking about where people are okay like well this is my life and yeah well, and if you can't get with this life then whatever cutting people off mm-hmm.
1: um,
0: being like like having a scripture and just completely like not even thinking about the scripture but um all things are permissible but all things are not beneficial and so
1: mm-hmm.
0: having freedoms and not knowing how to keep those freedoms some freedoms are private for your home right yep. some that's freedoms- what I
2: said about
0: Dietrich and-
1: <laughs>
2: we'll okay. I don't know. We know we're putting this out just- I don't know I mean we'll just see we'll just see because okay. this, this is my thing yeah, Dietrich and his wife. Okay. okay. If if your wife wants to twerk on you, mm-hmm. that's fine. That is perfectly, absolutely, fine. all well, I means. But my thing is this: one, you published it. So, in and, and when you published it, when you put it out there, you knew there was going to be controversy. You knew. absolutely one hundred percent knew that some people would be against this. No so. doubt. Yes, but the thing to me is that you never want to be a stumbling block to your brother. That's the thing for me. So if I know that something I'm doing could possibly be a stumbling block to you, I'm not going to put it out there for you to see it. That's where I find the problem. Dietrich and, and Dominique, is that her name? Yeah, they could twerk all they want Hercula. in private, or you know, he could have had his party and then you know, no videos, whatever. Exactly, because
0: just... I'm like the people that were there know all like know you, right? They know yourself, yep. like, and that's the thing. Some some things that we do are preserved for private. Yep, because those people know they know your life they know your heart. Mm-hmm. They know that you you know you like to dance, you like to have fun, and they yep. know that you're not living whatever life. But when you mm-hmm. look at that video. And I'm like, if you never heard of Deidre Cadden, mm-hmm. look at that video and you see you don't know that he's a pastor.
2: You don't. And then you would say, like, well, why would I go to church when
0: he's doing the same thing I'm doing? That's the, I mean, and that's or what he let's does. go to his church because I get to continue to be and do whatever I'm want to do. Like there's no work, no requirement, you know, to have a, a chaste life or to mm-hmm be conservative or modest in some ways and we're not yeah. talking about legalism you are free to twerk i dance at home i love dancing i love it all the freedoms that the bible gives you we ain't gonna start naming them but there's a lot of them that mm-hmm. people have demonized over the years that were not sins and they are mm-hmm. freedoms you have those freedoms it's funny because my best friend was like okay, well, what if a a church doesn't like tattoos? Like they're against tattoos, I have tattoos. You telling me I'm supposed to go up into their church and cover up my tattoos? And I said, yeah, actually, I said, the Bible says that if your brother doesn't eat meat, then don't eat meat. Like if you know it's going to offend them, we're not talking about like it just happened to be out and somebody is just, they're looking. But if you know, this is when Mm -hmm. you know you're going to a place where what you- or what you have on is going to offend the people. Yes. Or they're yep. going to say something about it. Don't do and it. Like
2: if you go to a, a church where they say all women need to wear skirts,
0: where don't come you? with, with, okay. with your pants on to and church. think that you're gonna be okay. Just yes. don't go to that church. And I Thank get you. it. I get it. That's like too. I get it. That's legalism. That's legalism. But the Bible consistently tells us to prefer
1: others mm-hmm. over
0: ourselves. We yep. are so selfish as a, as a community and they are wrong. We're not saying that they're right. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that the all skirt wearing church should be demonizing you for wearing pants because they that whole, uh, wearing man's clothing doesn't apply because these are women's pants. I wear pants all the time. They are women's pants. And that was talking about, Cross-dressing. It was talking about presenting yourself as like me trying to be and like well we're not gonna get into that. But look, and like... can we also get into the fact that they didn't even have pants
2: they in did. the Bible day? They were they, they did not have pants, so you can't. Yes, me too. We <laughs> was in the same spirit. <laughs> I put on the dress, <laughs> but um, yeah, that's the thing. Um, get back to it, like, like you said. The fact that they say mm-hmm. you have to wear a dress or you have to wear stockings or you can't wear uh, big earrings in this church.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: If you know that and you go in there, does it make you wrong?
1: Because yes, guess
0: what? If you go to work and your work has a dress code policy, Thank you. you're yep. going to abide by it. If you go into a baseball game, you go to any, you go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And- can't wear a hoodie or your purse can't be bigger than this or yeah whatever Clear the, bag
1: policy
0: Clear bag policy whatever mm-hmm. their stipulation policy rules are if you want to be in that place you're going to abide by those those rules for that place and if you don't they'll kick you out in my house you got to take off your shoes mm-hmm. you might you might walk around your house with dirty fecal matter on your shoes i <laughs> don't <laughs> You got to take your shoes off in my house. My, my girlfriend <laughs> has wood floors. You cannot mm-hmm. walk on wood floors with your shoes. It doesn't matter that it's not carpet. Yep. She yep. wants you to take off your shoes. That's, that's the rules of her house. And, mm-hmm. and and that's just, and that's what people think, well, it should be the same across the board. Well, that's, it's not going to be the same across the board. That's what it's the whole, not. that means we will all be robots. That means we should all have the same gifts and talents as well. You think that we're going to all be the same, like all the rules, not all the laws and the Bible, all that stuff. But interpretation is always going to get you, number one. But what people, mm-hmm. people's levels of conviction can vary. Like, now some things I agree, we should not be teaching that things are sins at all. We, if yeah. something is not a sin, we should not be teaching it as a sin. It's not a sin to wear. It's not a sin to have tattoos. It's not a sin to drink. All these things are not sins. It's a sin mm-hmm. to be drunken. Be mm-hmm. a
1: drunkard.
0: You know, those are that. So you crossing the line, anything in excess can be considered sinful, Right. Yeah. that you put before God, anything that takes that place. It doesn't even have to be alcohol or drugs or sex. It could be friends. It could be money. It can be yeah. whatever entertainment. It could be your job. You know, it could be your family. You could be busy all the time just to be busy. Yeah. It could be social media. It could be anything, um, that you're making an idol, basically yeah. for the Lord. And so, um, you know, we just have to, we have to be respectful. And I think that's, that's the, that's where the church hurt actually comes in is that mm-hmm. sometimes it's actually, it's that they may, they, I had the dress on and they, somebody said something to me about my dress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes somebody might be trying to help you like sis, like, or help somebody else. Yeah. You know, it's certain, some stuff is just inappropriate. It is. I don't want to see your Spanx. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I'm a woman. I don't want to see it. That's I true. Prefer not to see your panty line, if possible.
1: Yeah,
0: if possible, there are if possible that help to avoid panty lines. Mm-hmm. But
2: then, on that same line, um, I do think that the church mm-hmm. as a whole needs to learn to be more forgiving. Absolutely. Um, because on the, on the other side of that we don't always know people's situations and that's right. again where the church hurt comes in mm-hmm. maybe I don't have money to, to buy anything to cover up my right but instead of talking to I mean talking right. about me you no know, one ever talks to me so I am able to tell them my situation and then maybe you're in a situation where you can help me yeah, or someone else's Right. but instead of you know you talking to me about it
1: mm-hmm. you talk
2: about me to right. other people
0: yes because yes. the bible says if you have it in your power to do don't pray for somebody actually go do something yes so if something on somebody is offending you you go and buy something and not just buy some take them shopping and That's they part. might and that might be offensive to be like why well, don't like we have it on but just be like the lord laid on my heart to bless you mm-hmm. and just be like you know especially if you know that you might not know the struggle and this is the thing I want to be very clear too like when I talk about going into places and offending them I'm talking about knowingly going into a place knowingly going into a place where you know that 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 church is a servant mm-hmm. and you go into that place and do what you want to do yes. Not you happen to be going to a church and you mm-hmm. And oopsie know. it was an accident Or yeah. you've maybe been visiting and don't realize that this is like oh like i've seen people wear skirts but i didn't know it was like a thing like uh, I
1: didn't... a mandate
0: yeah like <laughs> and, and and for me i wear pants to church all the time because i'm in a church that allows us to wear pants i grew mm-hmm. up only wearing skirts me too well duh the... <laughs> we're both P A W children but you know yeah, we can not I couldn't wear skirts until my pastor died. I mean, yeah. until my pastor died, actually, until my parents got divorced, that's what uh, allowed me to wear pants. Excuse me. So I was like seventh grade when I started wearing pants and that was just me because y'all are older. So y'all can. Yeah,
2: I was about to say, I'm trying to think how old I was when I was able to put on pants.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. some earrings and some nail polish. I didn't get my ears pierced I was 18. My mom wouldn't let me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Oh, I got nail polish on. I couldn't wear nail polish, but that was because of my mom's rule. We could wear nail polish at our church. We couldn't wear I don't think we could wear red, but we could wear nail polish. <laughs> we couldn't do about
2: nothing. No nail polish, no acrylic. Grandpa Carter, it acrylic. Acryla? Um, acrylic. um, If you did have earrings, that had to be really, really small. Oh,
1: so y'all could wear earrings? Um, Got like the, studs. I got, I got, I got
2: Jackie yucky our ears pierced. Mm-hmm. Um, no makeup. Mm-hmm. You had to wear stockings, dress. Mm-hmm. Um, then after a while, you couldn't braid your hair. Um, then yeah. after a while, you couldn't dye your hair. Yeah.
0: Um, but people was dying their hair. You are not a natural. You not seventy-two and a natural black. Yeah, Let's dye too. Mm-hmm. That part. Yeah, so we couldn't go to the movies, couldn't play cards. Play cards. We could play Uno, but not like any cards that had like a. That was it. King, yeah. age, queen, queen. So when I'd be like, "Girl, I don't know how to play space." Like, why I'm like, no. I don't play cards growing up. That was not even a thing. Dominoes. That type of stuff was not a thing at all. Nope. Uh, I wonder games. why.
1: <clears throat>
0: Gambling. Yeah. Probably these cars are associated with like Blackjack and yeah, what other game, right. you know, probably. Um, but these things have caused church hurt, mm-hmm. church hurt too. I know people who grew up in the very staunchness of the rules, like when it was really, really thick. Like we grew up, you grew up, your rules were longer than mine. Yeah, um, your grandfather was also the pastor of the church, and he lived for a long time. But. Mm-hmm. My pastor lived for a long time, but I came, my birth came towards the end of his life. So when I was 12, he was like 91. So <clears throat> he ended up dying at like 91. And then that's when we still didn't wear pants at church and, but people started getting their ears pierced. Like it was my mom. My, I think mainly it maybe wasn't my parents got divorced. My mom was just like, you can wear pants. You go to the movies. I I went to the movies and didn't even know it. I was like seven, and I'm not going to reveal which family members took me to the movies when I was like seven. But I walked into this place and I was like, "What is this place?" Like one of your a- aunts. Okay. There was this counter. And it had, like,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. it had the candy, and it it looked like it was a rundown, like, it was just some rinky-dink. And we sat in seats, and there was this big screen, and the whole time I was watching The Hand That Rocks the Cradle, which I shouldn't have been watching at seven. shouldn't have. We were watching The Hand That Rocks the Cradle. Shame on you, auntie. And I went to the movies when I was seven. (laughs) I went to the movies before anybody in my family. You sure did. And then I went again when I was, like, 12 and was like, oh, this the movies I've been to the movies. <laughs> <laughs> like I did this before.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't tell my mom, I was like an adult. I didn't want my aunt, they all going to get in trouble.
1: The movies, like
0: they weren't going to be in trouble, but I didn't know they weren't going to be in trouble because, you know, we couldn't go to the movies. So he figured like, we're going to be in trouble. But they, did they tell me not to say anything? I don't even know if they told me not to say anything. I didn't even know where I was. So it wasn't even a thought. Like, Yeah. I was, okay. out, of town. I was out of town with them anyway. So they didn't even know. Uh, everyone's going to know who the aunt and uncle is by that token. But uh, <laughs> they probably don't care at this point. <laughs> I didn't know it was the movies. And I went to go see the movies. Go no, we'll see the movies. Which we'll is the movies. And. And Jesus didn't come back and didn't catch me in the rapture at the movies. Hallelujah. <laughs> because that was what they said, right? You don't want to be caught in the movies with Jesus come back. I'm like, but you're watching the same movie I'm watching the movies at home? It's that part. Different. Yeah. And now, if you're talking about what we're watching, I'm on it with you. But if you're talking about being in a specific place, like, because I'm like, these people could never, they must never have been to the movies. Because what do you think is happening at the movies? Yeah, because that
2: was what uh, Grandpa used to say is um, can't go to the movies because of the things that are done in the movie theater. And we we're like, well, what's being done <laughs> in the movie theater? Because after you pay all that money for the movie and the popcorn and the candy?
0: Uh, nothing's being
1: we done. We're watching
2: done
0: the movie, yeah. Whatsoever. There's mm-hmm. nothing being done. Literally, people are laughing and watching the movie. Yep. It's too so- packed. Yeah. And it's, it's funny
2: sometimes because um, when I talk to George, my husband, Mm -hmm. about all the things that, um, all the rules, the regulations, the everything, the standard doctrine and all that, that we had at the church, he is often just like appalled Mm -hmm. and just like, like, what do you mean you couldn't go to the movies? What do you mean you
0: couldn't wear nail polish? And when I tell them about confessions. Oh, we ain't had that. That was crazy. When you told me about that. Well, I have confessed like once. We didn't have like, y'all had confessions. Like y'all are Catholic. Yeah, we had to confess our thoughts. Confess everything. Yeah. Why? Because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So is he. Oh, that's not okay. Mm-hmm. That mean, that's that's not- So you had to be like you have to confess your dreams.
2: I had a dream about kissing a boy. First of all, you can't control that. It's
0: just yeah, you have to confess those I went, things. I went in my subconscious and made myself think about <laughs> kissing the boy. I, <laughs> it was great. I,
1: yeah.
2: It came to my mind, but then I dwelt on it a little bit. But yeah
0: we look did look at after a woman to lust after her yes yep yep you thought about that dream a little bit too long a little bit too long surprised you Not didn't the right it. in real life I know.
1: <laughs> in the dream. from my dream it's <laughs> yeah. yep. so hard so long
0: where does it say our thoughts are our, our our sins like they can become if we habitually are you know poor thinkers and are we're sinfully thinking but like mm-hmm. that's the part of being renewed in your mind is that that's why the bible says think on these things and cast down imagination why because they're gonna yeah, they are imaginations and um every high thought that exalts itself against the knowledge of god and so we have tools it's like And this is why I understand when people, like, have, like, such, like, just, I won't say animosity, but just kind of a bad taste in their mouth with the church, especially if you grew up in, like, that 60s, 70s, like, 80s era of church, Mm -hmm. it was rough in those. It was. Because, you know, especially in the Black church, because what happened in the Black church is that people went from slavery to you know civil rights to whatever, and what happens is mm-hmm. you know, in slavery that that um, the bulk of the people were not allowed to learn to read and write. So what happened was they used to use um, they used to teach you know certain people, and some people would learn themselves because they was rebellious and more powerful. Mm-hmm. Will learn to read, but they would use those. They would use other slaves. As um preachers and ministers to minister to select other slaves to to get their um confidence in them and and to get like that credibility,
1: mm-hmm. and so
0: what what happened over time is that um in a lot of times the preacher or the pastor was the most educated person in the room, and so over over the years and decades, um the preacher pastor was seen as like the person who you should listen to as far as and and because they're the pastor you should listen to because the bible talks about all of that stuff too but specifically how it got out of hand in the black church is because um it became their word was like whatever they said is what we have to do it wasn't whatever the bible said it was whatever they said and interpreted through the bible was correct and then there wasn't yep. there wasn't a lot of educated black people as far as beyond some like I know our grandmother didn't go past middle school, right? But then mm-hmm. generation after her did high school, they graduated, but a lot of them didn't go to college. So that level of education is not increasing. And then even though they're smart and then they know a lot and God has given them wisdom, there wasn't access to information either. So then you have the information age, which we came up in. The mm-hmm. end, available and now all the stuff that you used to have to search for, pay for, go into a library, sit down, get books, rent them out, is at the tip of your fingertips. And so now and then our generation, which was the millennials, was was like the first like fully educated, like well, as far as from our parents, baby boomers to our parents. Then there's that other that seventies generation, which is like the generation ex who are also started going to college but it wasn't as much as like the millennial like the millennials yeah to college and um from there you got the internet you know all that stuff started going and so now we have access to information and what you have what you have is when the more education you get it's funny the more open-minded you become because you're able to broaden your horizon and your understanding about a lot of things, especially when you get a formal, secular education, right? So you go yeah. to a university or college um, that's not that doesn't teach the same Christian principles. It teaches mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff, and you start learning about just facts, right? Yep. History, um, a lot of different things, and and what happens is you're able to either some people get like completely confused and yeah. other people can are able to see how um like for instance evolution right like talk about evolution and growing up mm-mm, no evolution god created that and i'm like yes but now after taking a biology class mm-hmm. i'm like oh God created us, but there was some evolving that happened. Like there was some evolution that took place. And I'm not talking Mm -hmm. about man evolving from monkeys. We're not talking about that. But when we look at how the world has evolved over time to continue to adapt, we do that. We do that now as people Mm -hmm. evolve to continue to adapt to our environment, to survive. Yeah, we do. One of those things that is like so remarkable to me is that like we look at slavery, right? Mm-hmm. We saw slavery happen for like 300 or plus years. And that time, <laughs> the DNA of the slaves began to evolve, evolve to mm-hmm. the point now, like any person that's like Black American that has descended, I read this, like this is legit, you can go fact check it. Any Black person that has descended from a slave in America has something called a survival gene in their DNA. This is why we don't die say <laughs> why we're able to last through the worst situations adversity. yeah our bodies evolved to survive we mm-hmm. have it's in our dna to survive that's crazy when something that is crazy happens so much over time that your body decides like but that's that's what evolution is it's not like the man the monkey thing that's a whole theory right that's a theory inside of evolution that's not what mm-hmm. evolving is big yeah. bang a theory that some people will say oh you're talking about when satan fell from heaven to earth then there was like this cataclysmic like event where the ice age happened everything went dark like so mm-hmm. like so many times i'd be like oh like pangea right yeah you, we were all on continent my belief is once the earth flooded this is how i was able to flood so many areas because if you all just one continent just all flooded. earth flooded and then we know how water erodes earth and then mm-hmm. you, when you break off you break off and you hold different we already know that god had already scattered people in languages at the tower yeah. of ba- at the tower of Babel. So mm-hmm. people had to migrate to different places because they just can't even understand each other. They're already in these different places on Pangaea and then the flood happens. Bam. Continents. These are all my theories. Yeah. <laughs> um I was going to go back to when
2: you were talking about um the pastors and how um usually they were the ones with, you know, the most knowledge. And um <clears throat> when you said that that made me think about go back to growing up um in the church um in our church in the church we were in it was like we put mm. my grandfather he was on a pedestal
1: yeah
2: um and it was like one he could do no wrong um and everything he said was was it yeah um, because one, no, no one, I mean, I'm not going to say no one. I'll I'll say me. <laughs> I was not <laughs> studying the Bible. I was not reading the Bible. So I took everything he said at face value. As Bible. Uh, yes, as, as Bible, as the book, as a, oh my gosh, I don't confess my thoughts. The mm-hmm. Lord is coming and I'm going to hell because. Well, he interpreted that scripture for you like that. Yes, he did. Um, but then, when everything happened with him, yeah, we'll just say everything happened yeah. with him. Um <laughs> And a lot of people were hurt because yeah. because he was on this pedestal, he was on such this high pedestal. But then to find out he had been doing this wrong lead for so long. Oof. everybody was you know people were hurt yes a lot of people left the church uh I know for me I went through a period where I, I didn't trust pastors I did not I couldn't trust them because I'm like well what are you doing in your office wow. um or you know when church is over what are you doing um but then God had to help me realize that pastors bishops apostles um whatever people want to call themselves they're all human they're all human flesh flesh. just like us and they're bound to make mistakes
1: Mm -hmm. does that
2: make it right absolutely not but what that means to me is that basically yes he does give us pastors after our own hearts but it's really god that we have to search for in the in the man after his own heart yes (laughs) Did I say own, after our own heart?
0: I keep saying that. <laughs> Y'all, it's after his own heart. If you yes, got to ask after his after your own heart doing what you want them to do, that's not the right place for you. Yes, after
2: his own heart, not our own heart. But we just have to look for the God and the man. And we can't put the man on such a high pedestal and think that he cannot do any wrong. Because right. in that, in those spaces, you do leave yourself vulnerable, and mm-hmm. you do leave yourself to be hurt more, um, because <laughs> I think what happened at our church did take a toll on a lot of people, and it has left a lot of people in a bad situation, even now, still today. Yeah. So it was pretty big. Yeah, it was. It was compounded too. <laughs> it was. So, yeah, we just have to Know that, yes, your pastor, he is um, a man of God. And it, it, look at David. He was a man after God's own heart. Same example. And he messed up. Got somebody killed, got somebody pregnant. Yeah, but David was the man. And he still messed up. Yeah. But he was still a man after God's own heart. Multiple times, too. Mm hmm. So yeah, that's what I was thinking of.
0: Yeah, and it's and and even, you know, to your point too. Like now in 2023, mm-hmm. you are able to have a like you you should know more. Like I mean, you have the ability to know more. You have access to information, you know. And if you are at a church where um you're having trouble, like. You're not sure like if your pastor what he's teaching is true or you're 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 you know, whatever. You're fact checking and you're like, I don't know about that. Then you might need to consult the Holy Spirit to ask you where to go because he also does not want you to reside under a house where um the pastor is a false a false prophet or or a wolf in sheep's clothing. Because that is a thing too. Like we have people who are um human, you know, we're all human and striving and they're gonna mess up. But then you have some people who unfortunately do take advantage of people in the, in those positions. And so mm-hmm. my point of that is there's more than one church. So there's no reason for you to stay at one church when you're not growing or if you can't get past something too, right? Like sometimes some things happen in a place where you can forgive somebody, you can try to move on, but that place is associated as a trigger for you. It represents a mm-hmm. and you may need to get away whether it's for a short period of time or whether it's just to another place. Um mm-hmm. you know, the point is not to leave the the body of Christ, right? Mm-hmm. And not to forsake assembling yourselves together as the Bible said. Why? Because we edify one another. How are yeah. you the, the funny thing about isolation is that um you you tend to have a, a very skewed perspective. You know, when you, you isolate, talk to yourself. And yourself is always right, right? Like I told me and <laughs> he said <laughs> me saying we was gonna have a bad day today. <laughs> and I said, you know what, you right me. Yeah. So, but no, having an isolated being isolated leaves you to your own perspective. And you only have your perspective. You're not able to have a clear perspective because I only have one vantage point. That's this point. I was saying this to my student today who just could not get herself together. Like just had to send her home. She just was not cooperating. And she was like saying that the teacher said this, this. And I was like, and she's like, I'm being, I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. I'm like, no, this ain't being honest. Like Mm -hmm. your perspective of what happened. I said, and the teacher is going to have a different perspective. And I had to tell you, like, even right now, where we're sitting, we have different perspectives, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I can look in front of me and see all the stuff in front of me. We're in the same general. We're both online right now. But your perspective of what I'm saying, how I look, what's going on, just about me is different than Mm -hmm. about me. But if we're in the same room and you're sitting next to me, you're in a different space than me already. Now, add your thoughts, triggers, yep. mm-hmm. physical body of like how you feel physically, your yep. emotions, um, add all those things. And now put yourself in that place. It's gonna be completely different perspective. That's so true. And so that's why it's important not to isolate yourself because you need a community of people um, who can see things about you. And around you that you cannot see and that's another thing we have to be accountable that's the thing about being in a body you're going to be accountable somebody's going to see what's going on they're going to see if they see you out at, at doing something and they see you in the church they're going to be like oh they saw me yes mm-hmm. that is not to judge you that is yeah. your accountability meter saying, do, do, do. I might want to be careful of what I do because yep. the people are watching me and not in the sense that you cannot be yourself. But what happened to the point that like, we aren't, like, we're not supposed to be selfish in this mm-hmm. life as Christians. Like, I'm literally supposed to prefer you over myself. I'm supposed to help bear your burden and help you if you're weak in the faith. These are scriptures. Mm-hmm. Bear one another's burden help those who are weak in the faith esteem others over yourself the bible talks about love and it says it's not self-seeking it doesn't keep a record of wrong which is the hardest one i'm like you just had to throw i know it. my goodness you couldn't keep that out then went on to say it bears all things that's the thing so it just bears all it just takes it off bears yes. all things so when people say love is blind and people say, love is good, but you need more than love. I'd be like, you don't, you just need first Corinthians love. Because if you have first, yeah. you're going to be, you're going to gain trust. You're going to keep trust. You're going to, all the things that people say you need in a relationship is literally found It's actually found in the love of God, because you're not going to do things that hurt other people. If you're, per, if you're trying to perfect your love, you're going to be accountable. You're mm-hmm. going to gonna you're gonna um you're not gonna, you're gonna forgive because that means you don't keep record of wrong you're not mm-hmm. gonna be selfish because you're esteeming the others above yourself you're gonna be love. you're gonna be patient you're gonna be kind mm-hmm. you're going to uh bear all things which means you're gonna stick it out you're gonna believe the best in people it says believes all things and never fails so yeah. and there's some other things that i forgot um but and like it doesn't puff itself up which means it's not prideful that's a good one Love that is, is. Joyful, which means it humbles itself. Ooh, that's
1: real good.
0: It humbles itself. And, and mm-hmm. what we find is that we are not operating in love. We love, and nowhere in the Bible, besides the one scripture that says, love thy neighbor as thyself, does the Bible tell us to love ourselves. And even then it's not telling us to love ourselves. It's saying to others in the way that as you love yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And we'll use that, But then Jesus came and said, you know what? I'm gonna give you a greater commandment. Love others as I have loved you because even how you love yourself is basically trash. Yes.
1: It's just,
0: I mean, he didn't say that, but that's my interpretation of what he's saying. Like your love for yourself is even so far to the ultimate sacrifice and not, everybody. And not just on the cross. I was talking about this to my friend. You know, I was saying like, we're selfish, but at all points, even when Jesus was alive, was consistently sacrificing. When John the Baptist, his cousin had died, The disciples came to tell him that he died. Jesus went away on the boat to be by himself. And the people saw him getting on the boat to go to the other side. They Mm -hmm. followed him to the other side as he is in grief. What did he do? Mm -hmm. Gets off the boat. His heart felt for them. He was compassionate and he began to heal the people. Yeah. Means that even in his grieving state, he was consistently sacrificing himself. Yeah. Even when they fed the 20,000 people, Jesus did wasn't over there home so, uh-huh, um, now you, Jesus is over there breaking and blessing, breaking and blessing, <laughs> breaking and blessing. <laughs> Disciples was, you know, 50 groups of like, divide the people, Jesus is breaking and blessing, breaking and blessing, They're just breaking and blessing. Like, Lord, how you keep breaking and blessing? But he wasn't eating. Yeah. I'm sure he ate last or didn't eat. You know, he was probably fasting all the time. Skinny. Jesus. He was. um, probably wasn't though. That's just how we be thinking. He was fasting all the time. No, he went into the wilderness to fast, right? Um, but he was he was sacrificing himself um, mm-hmm. for the people. And um, and even in the time season, he got his times away, went into the mountains, and then guess what? They on the boat scared so he then came off the mountain started walking on the water like you know he was trying to find these times where he can be by himself but the people just kept pulling on him and god is and to be honest that's that's not a realistic thing that jesus is actually calling us to like completely just go into mountains and go around like some people maybe if you don't have a family all that stuff right mm-hmm. but we you have to find wherever you're you are in your life you're supposed to be sacrificing yourself in some way. And like I said, it's not about sure. care I'm not saying not to get your nails done, not to take a shower. I'm talking about when it comes to that inner part, like that social, emotional, that forgiveness, that heart stuff, like yeah. the stuff that offends people or that, that ego stuff, the pride stuff, that stuff is what I'm talking about, when I'm talking about sacrificing. Like, mm-hmm. don't say it. That part.
2: Yeah, I had something I wanted to say to somebody, and then I had to erase my whole message. And I said, Don't you hate that? Cause I said, This isn't this is me. I'm talking or me expressing how I feel in this moment. But this person does not need to hear this. This is just how I'm feeling at this very moment oh my god so, so i had to go backspace backspace because i have wrote it all out
0: ready you like
2: yep and, and they got that no backspace
0: You <laughs> moved your finger over he was like send backspace
2: why is it <laughs> backspace backspace your just kept going. yeah because you know it comes to a point like sometimes you feel like you're being taken advantage of and you just like but god i just have to let them know i have i need to let them know me <laughs> the me and me the pride in me says i need to say something
1: okay. so i said yeah
0: and, oh this ain't right because yep. what you're saying is your perspective but that's not it's not what it really is yeah this- what you think it is, but I need to correct you so you know what it really is because you have the wrong idea about yeah. what it is. And so now, if I leave you to what you think and I don't correct it, then it, then that means that you think that I either agree with you, mm-hmm. or that you're just right. Keisha, yeah,
2: and God, I still think I, I
0: still think I'm right. <laughs> God, you might be. God literally told me. In a conversation, I'm not gonna say the exact words, but he basically told me, "Don't say anything," and I was like, and, "No." And, Let and me, and at first, I was like silent, and then there was like, "What you're like?" They were waiting for my response. I was like, "Oh, I don't have anything to say." I was like, "That's it. I don't have anything to say." And They're like, "Oh, <laughs> we need to say." need to say but God is teaching me stuff he's teaching me and the yeah. thing the thing about those moments is he's teaching us about us it's not yeah. even like that person right and God was showing me things about myself like you needed to be quiet because you number one like to hold people accountable and that's not your job that's my job that's number yeah. one number two you're fighting to be right in the sense like you're worried yes. about your reputation you're rare yeah. about how this person is gonna think of you or if there are other people who are gonna think of you, and you wanna fight this battle so that you can you know you can say what it really is. And God is like, where he's taking you, you can't fight every battle about what somebody's gonna say or think about you. Say say what I tell you to say, right? Mm-hmm. What you told me to say was nothing. Yeah. And me saying nothing means that this person thinks that they're right.
1: I know, and it's not. <laughs> and, and I won't say I, that
0: everything that they said was wrong but there were some things that were offensive there were some things that are like that's not even what I've ever thought or said that's mm-hmm. not true That's just not that's not no and it, it was just like don't say nothing it was like okay I yeah. won't say I
1: but be- that's
0: and that's a hard that is very hard especially when it's in you and it's, it's here and not, you can't just say nothing in the moment. You can't revisit yeah. this conversation. No. <laughs> We're not talking about it
2: later. Just
0: let it be. Not now. <laughs> <right>, but, but. Delete. <laughs> yeah, he literally had to, like, he began to tell me, like, why. Like, this is for you. Like, I'm doing things in you. It's not even about them. This is about you and the things that I have mm-hmm. to do. And you and so I was talking to my counselor my therapist about it and she was like you have grown so much and I was like Mm-mm. yeah I like it because I know Me either I yeah I yeah
2: because I, I still been thinking about that message I was going to send I promise and I'm, I still think I'm
0: right but and you might I be I, I think I am but it's not about right it's not about right while being righteous amen and it's about being obedient, right? It is. Oh, because But it is hard sometimes. And it is hard. It's very mm-hmm. hard. Uh, especially when you're a person of integrity because you're going to be like, no, this is what it is. Yep. Um, But also, too, what God is showing me that seeing something would have ne- not necessarily made that better, that situation better either, right? And they're probably still not going to hear you. So you can say whatever you want, but is this going to make this situation better or worse? And Step back, humble your
1: yes, oh. That oh.
2: and that was that was mine. Like God was like, person's already going through a lot.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, why would you put more? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my gosh,
0: but I, but but God, I'm right. Like that's why I want to put more because I was like God. somewhat right and somewhat not right, right? So I just wanted to correct the parts that wasn't complete. I don't know.
2: I still feel like maybe I I might be wrong.
0: I yeah. just wanted to make the inaccuracies accurate. Like, mm, no, I hear you, yeah. but yeah. But he said, "Hush it up." Some fingers. I told my therapist, I was like, I knew that wasn't me speaking to myself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's the
0: thing. Yeah. I told me to keep going. In the veto, I was, I would have. And she said she was like, "You've grown a lot because, like, you would have been in the same place and still and still done something." And, but no, I'm not even going to. I'm just gonna let this, guy let it play out. However, God allows it to play out, you know. At this point, because He knows the end from like the beginning, and it's rough. It's rough. Mm -hmm. It'd be so rough in these parts, man. But this. This is back to that growing pace, thing, man. That we talked about last, oh, and even like even going back to like the church hurt stuff. Like, if you allow God to really work on your heart, you can move past church hurt, you and can. you you God will be able to show you people like the person, like you said, pastors, people in the church, mm-hmm. all of us are humans literally striving to More be
1: like
0: Jesus. and striving for perfection striving to be like Jesus with varied amounts of trauma yeah varied amounts of mental health disorders cause <laughs> <laughs> my trauma you know because that's the crazy thing you might come in contact with somebody who has a, a whole mental health disorder and you like, they like her, oh girl, she has whatever. Like, you can't listen yeah. to her. Like, she hasn't been on her meds. Like, you know, and and, and some church hurt is the elongated church hurt where you know the person and you've been there for a while. And they and some stuff is eye-openers because sometimes we see people in a way and we put them on the pedestal. That's the thing. We put them in a place of higher thought. And then they do something, and then we're like, and it's like keep them as low as you keep yourself as much Mm -hmm. grace and mercy you have for yourself have that for them
1: and that's Mm -hmm. what i believe
0: god is doing in this season even with me as he's showing me people like for who they really are not like for their symptoms and for Mm -hmm. like what they portray about themselves you know he's showing me like I'm able to see past anger and just all these different things. I'm like, oh, but you know why? It's so funny. That is so hilarious. I'm able to see it because I was once. I was once it. I know you. I know it was me. Mm-hmm. Last us saying stuff, being harsh, not biting mm-hmm. my tongue. Inside, all I was doing was trying to preserve myself. The whole time, yeah. uh, it was self preservation. Trying to make sure that you can't get and know the 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 soft sad person inside that I'm trying to hide and all mm-hmm. the trauma and all the pain that I'm really like really kind of covering up. I'm unhealed inside. I've dealt with a lot of trauma and I have had no place of healing. And you lash out, you leak. Yeah. You leak big time when mm-hmm. you are not healed. Yeah, mm-hmm. you and when somebody comes mm-hmm. and touches you then you that it just transfers from them and now you've affected them because yep. they they come over here and they they bumped you in the wrong way or not physically but whatever it is it triggers that thing or that person mm-hmm. inside of you and you go back to what's safe yep. and so what we have to do is 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 not retreat back to those safe places but retreat to god and say even in church hurt Lord, this person said, because we, we, we tend to take, like you said, we take it to other people. We don't take it to the person. We take That's it to right. other people, but we also don't take it to God. And I know this mm-hmm. I wasn't even doing that. I'm the type of person that has a full blown conversation by myself. My sister thought Me that too. I was crazy. She thought Kayla was crazy because she said she heard Kayla talking in the bathroom to herself. and having like a full blown argument. I was like, girl, she healthy. She getting it out. Like I said, you ain't never had a full conversation where like the ex, like what you think they're gonna say, like you have the full conversation. She's like, no. I'm like, girl, you need to be having some conversation because you you get to let it out.
2: You get to let it all. You like I, I'm not saying it physically to yeah. the person, yep. but yep. I see that person yep. in my mind, and this is freeing me to be On you, it's here. Yep. yep
0: crazy thing is i I think i did that sunday yeah i'll do it all the time yep i sure did and it's, it's, That's helped, it's healthy in the sense to get out but what god was showing me was like you're not taking it to me you're just having the conversation like yeah you know, i did take it to him i had that. to be like okay stop because i'm not you know i'm talking out loud but i'm not my heart and my posture and my intentions are not like oh to lord towards you yeah. i'm just talking and getting it out he's mm-hmm. like, oh, no, don't just have these conversations in the air, bring them to me. And so I, the last time I was having the, I was like, I went into my closet because that's where I go and pray. It's a private area. And I sat down and then I began to have the conversation with the Lord, like, Lord, this is what I want to say. And this is what I'm thinking. And this is what I feel. And I began mm-hmm. to be so real with God. And I told God, I don't like that you use this. To bring this to pass. I understand that you had to do it. And you probably don't care. And not to say he don't care like that, but he's gonna do what he's gonna do. Like you don't have to ask God to give you more. He's gonna give you more if you wanna grow in the Lord. He's gonna send it. David never asked for it. You just can't.
1: Yeah.
0: Um not, but yeah. but my point is that I begin to give this conversation to him and be honest with God. I was so honest, but it was freeing because then he even was like, Yeah. But this is like, this is why, but I was, it was so good to say to the Lord, like, I don't like where I am. I don't like that you've used this, this particular situation, this particular person, whatever it is to bring these things to pass my life. I get it. And I understand it. And I know on the other side of it, it's going to be all that you cause it to be but why did you have to go
1: this Because
0: <laughs> this yep. hurt. This has hurt to me, and it's been a long hurt, and it's hurt. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. And I was just yeah. honest with God, and we need to do that even with church hurt. Yep, that's what we need to do. And it's so easy. It's that's the thing.
2: Talking to God is just like having a conversation.
1: Like that's
2: yep, like we're doing right now. And this is that's how. After I was in the bathroom talking mm-hmm. to this person, it'd be in the bathroom, or why you washing dishes? Yep. Then I did go in my closet and Mm -hmm. I told God and I was really honest. I said, God, I don't like this person. Yeah. (laughs) Point blank period. I don't like this person. Yeah. And and I need your help Mm -hmm. because you told me that I'm supposed to love. Yeah. But right now I can't see love for Mm -hmm. this person because I don't like this person point blank and period <laughs> it's like you have to help me you i need you to be able to love this person the way you want me to and he's gonna help me he's going to
0: oh he's gonna help you yeah i know it ain't gonna be fun but he is quite- <laughs> it is not gonna be fun I had to ask him for the strength to finish going through this stuff. Because I that's one thing I'm I'm really, I am proud of myself. I am proud of myself. I am growing. Because like about a year ago, I was like, okay, you're going to have to stop this. I don't want this. I don't, I'm not doing this. But I've been yeah. like, okay, Lord, take me through it and give me yeah. strength and bring me out on the other side of this. Mm-hmm. I really do want to be all that you're calling me to be. And if that means that it's forsaking some things, if it's losing some things, if it's letting go of some things as as hard as it is, as much as I want to go kicking and screaming, I am willingly going, even if my head is down, because art, uh-huh. I am it's a willingly, my heart is willingly going. Don't look at my affect. My heart going. Is, is going. It's going because mm-hmm. I genuinely want to be all that God has called me to be. And I was gonna say, as far as the church hurt thing. The funny thing is you never get away from it. So you're never going to get to a point where you've arrived. I went from in my lifetime, I've been in four churches that I've been a member of. The church that I grew up in from birth to about and mm-hmm. our pastor died and the church kind of split. We went to another church. I was there for eight years. I've always had long, a good long stint. Eight mm-hmm. years. And then I went to the church that uh, my husband was at. Mary, I was there for 14 years and we recently came to um, the church that we're at now. And it's Going on two years, Mm -hmm. we've been there, and you don't you know something already done happened at the new spot, right? it goes. You know what I'm saying? Because people are people, right? And so something happening at the new spot, and that's my point. Like, and I feel like from every every transition to every church that I've gone to, I've been able to grow higher from the last place to the next place to the next place.
2: Every level, you get a new devil
0: and basically and and even not even just that gonna mm-hmm. always face church hurt in some form or fashion because people are consistently being perfected until the day of Jesus Christ
1: mm-hmm. and so
0: whatever thing that you've just so masterfully worked out that's good somebody else is still working on that yeah and you have had grace to work through it and now it's time to you to apply grace and maybe it's not the same area right maybe Mm -hmm. it's a different area but you've had grace to deal with something in your life and that grace needs to be extended I think we're good at being like if we've experienced it that area then we can have grace like oh I remember being there so but if we haven't experienced it like we look down on people as if Mm -hmm the burden or the thing that they're dealing with is so much worse than whatever we were doing or dealing with. And it's not because whatever they're dealing with is um, a result of the conglomerate of choices made in their life between their parents and themselves by the time they're an adult themselves. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. everyone does not have the tools. Everyone is not raised in the place where they have tools to teach them and help them to make good decisions. You think they are. But everyone is not. Some people do not they don't grow up in the church. Some people don't grow up with parents. Some people grow up in terrible situations and they are expected just because they go to your church. Are expected to live up to a certain expectation and standard that they don't even know of. They're just learning yeah and that's why community is important francis chan talked about love and loving is important because francis chan talked about it's not until we really get into the trenches and the lives of people and like their stuff and their mm-hmm. like grossness and all that stuff start comes in, coming up that we're able to really display love it's yeah. easy to love somebody when they do everything you want them to do that's right it's easy to love somebody if the way that i do things matches up with the way that you do things but as the body of christ that's not gonna always be the case and mm-hmm. so it's in those times that we're family we're
1: mm-hmm.
0: period point blank we are family blood but we're family because mm-hmm. we're family now too right mm-hmm. if something happens between us
1: mm-hmm. it.
0: It's up to us to forgive, to come together and to reconcile, not just to forgive. I -hmm. I would believe at the, I believe in certain levels, when you get to certain levels of relationships with people, that it's not just, well, we just go our separate ways. There needs to be some reconciliation Mm -hmm. that takes place at certain levels because you've already crossed that, that threshold. Yes.
1: Some places where you
0: like, we weren't even that close. We weren't friends like that. We weren't family like that. Like we didn't get into this deep relationship. Mm-hmm. Or this person is not even trying, right? Mm-hmm. They don't want this anymore. Okay, yeah. but if y'all both just but you just keep butting heads, you really want the same things, but your butt, your when I say same things, I mean deep down, I don't mean like surface level same things. But deep down, you really like say we really want a relationship with each other. Then mm-hmm. we have to figure it out.
1: Yeah, and if it's, it's right.
0: I find something about you that I don't like. That I have to be like, oh, okay. I have yep. to love. like this yep. is my this one. If I'm tested right now, do you really love yep. her? Yep. That do part. Do you really love her? Mm-hmm. Do you really, <laughs> test it. We've been testing our family. Do yes, you really love, Do you really love this person?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, I do. And what's yep. going to show is that I'm I'm going to try to love them like Christ loves me. I am a mess. I have been a mess growing up. I'm better a better mess. I'm I'm less of a mess than I was. you have all been a mess. That's the thing. I'm I'm like a spill. We're
1: all works.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we are all works. Hazardous anymore, but it's but it can be a warning, like right, like you can still slip. And fall. this spill is not safe. None of our spills are safe. Still, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're all coming into that place where we have to truly love each other. And that that would even dispel church hurt. If we, tr- yeah. I mean, if we really mm-hmm. dig deep and we love each other like Christ loved us, mm-hmm. that's when we will be able to look at people and see pe- we have to see people. We cannot see, yes. well, we can res- We respect people. We respect our pastors. We respect our bishops. We respect people. And the gifts and talents that God has on their life. But like you said, your pastor is a, a woman or a man, a flesh, Ooh, yeah. whatever they are, they, they got to use the bathroom. They got to eat. They got to sleep. They, they need a poop. poop shelter. Dying mm-hmm. But There you go. Yep. <laughs> they, they have, they have waste inside of them. Just like yep, you. they sure do. They're human. They've, mm-hmm. had, they've had some of them have had trauma in their lives mm-hmm. some of them have, they have church hurt too pastors have a lot of church hurt you'd be surprised well you won't be surprised. Uh, yeah they do hey. they
1: got to deal
2: with all of us yeah i was going to say one more thing and then we might have to wrap it up yeah, it's been long yeah i know but um when you when you said you know that we all have to love one another i was thinking that there is a difference between love and like yes. um, because you will not like no everyone
1: mm-hmm.
2: you will not like everyone but even in you not liking everyone there is a point where you have to love that person in spite of you not liking them yeah. like if that person has a need and you're able to meet the need then you should fulfill that need because you yeah. love that person. Yeah, that's true. Which is hard to do. I've it had to do impossible. that on, yes, on many occasions. And this it is a true dying to self and saying, God, this is you through me. <laughs> because I do not like this person. But, oh, I love them.
0: Oh, I love them. I love, <laughs> I love them because you told me to. But you know what? You know what you probably don't like? The broken trauma person. It's not even, it's that's their it. trauma. It's the brokenness. Yeah. It's, it's the unhealed person that you don't like. And basically mm-hmm. that's your spirit. Like like a part of that is, is is you being able to see like this person needs some healing. Yeah. And that's what you don't like. Most people are aren't people that you just you just don't like it's, yeah, it's that's the true. it's the brokenness it's the trauma it's the what has created them and shaped them and when yeah. they can heal from that they probably be a likable person but at this that's point true. you're gonna have to love them until they get healed
2: yeah i like them or until god helps me to see him in a different light because he might not change them he might be working on me so at that this part, part.
0: This is mm-hmm. Especially because it's it's that's usually how it is though. Like yeah. it's oh my god. We have to go. But this is listen. I took off the glasses. Listen. If something comes to you and it's bothering you and things are it's you it's you that God is working on. It's me. It's even if the situation involves like, let's say husband and wife, right? Let's like say I do something wrong, right? And that affects my husband. And my husband is, say like his perspective. Like, this was done wrong to me. Guess what? God is working on him. Yeah, The wrong that I did. And God is working on me to correct yep. the wrong that I did to him. So mm-hmm. no matter which way, either, even if you're being the one who's being offended or you're the offender, God mm-hmm. is working on you, period. It's always about. Period who he's yeah. working on. It's never about the, when you're in strife contention and things are, it's never about the other person. It's about you because mm-hmm. it, there probably wouldn't be any strife or contention if you were completely healed. Yep. Cause you like yeah. Jesus. And he didn't really, you know, besides the Pharisees, but he still wasn't like hating them. He's just like, mm-hmm. Lord, forgive them. They don't even know. Yeah, But God is always working on
1: me you and yeah, me and so you whoever's watching you this
0: at church you get church hurt god is working on that part you got hurt you got offended and i'm not saying it was right but there's a there's a part in you that god wants to work out god wants to work through and even the person who hurt you god wants to work out and wants to work through because he's consistently always working things for our Good. good, love them. There's a stipulation, if you know. You love know, the Lord. You know.
1: Gotta
0: love them. Yeah, I love them. We aren't called working out those. Goods. You know, all things work together for the good for those who love the Lord, who are the called according to His according purpose. To his purpose.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So if you love the Lord and you are one of those who are called according to His purpose, then all things are working out for your good, mm-hmm. even the hard things, even the hurt, even the pain, the things that people have done to you mm-hmm. felt innocent. Even if you were innocent, God is working on you in those moments. He might be working patience. He might be working compassion. He might be working long suffering, um, meekness, kindness. He might be working humility in you. Hold on, what's the fruits of the spirit? Love, joy, Love, peace,
2: peace, peace long suffering, faith. Loss, faith. faith because this
0: temperance, temperance. temperance. long-suffering yeah. long temperance whatever that is mm-hmm. self-control, yep, he self-control.
1: Might be working
0: any of those fruit of the spirit out of you so that you will be able to operate in the one of the nine or more more one of more of the nine gifts word of wisdom word of knowledge um, prophecy like these these gifts and these these gifts and these fruits work very well together and so he's yep so as he's working out these fruits in you he's also producing these gifts in you mm-hmm. and so, be encouraged y'all we all yes if you've been in the church you've been hurt and if you say you've you been have, out
1: the church you've
0: been, you've been hurt, hurt. Too. <laughs> everybody yeah. been hurt work hurt McDonald's hurt church hurt neighborhood hurt family hurt <laughs>
1: And I'm not, I'm, not belittle,
0: right? I'm not trying to belittle. I'm not trying to belittle church your hurt or your pain. It's real. I believe you. I am a witness. I've been hurt and I have hurt others in the church. So somebody has had me church too. hurt from me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And somebody me has had too. church hurt from Keisha. And so our I'm, our, sorry. Huh? But I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry too. Yeah. I definitely the, the unhealed version of me and the continuing healed person who's being healed mm. I am in the process but forgive me I take full accountability for the hurt that I have caused you not that I have that I may have caused you not if you got hurt in the process when I hurt you please forgive me
1: yes me me.
0: please forgive me for speaking out of turn, for saying the wrong thing, for doing the wrong thing, any hurt that I did cause, not mayhem <laughs> cause, that I actually caused.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
0: Too. I have re- and I have repented and I have turned away from those ways. And so, um, and the Lord has been bringing healing. And so we just want to encourage you that God is able to heal you from your church hurt and not to run away from the body of Christ. It's like if your finger gets hurt and you got a hand and your hand refuses to help the other hand, it's not helpful to your entire body because it's still a part of you. So you're still putting strain on the body. So don't run away. Don't run away from your body. Your Mm -hmm. body is there to help you just find the right help. A toe is not gonna help a finger. Another finger will help a finger. Another hand will help a hand. So you just have to find where you fit in the body, and go find healing. You want to say anything before we go? No, all I was going to say is um,
2: we're in this together. Mm -hmm. Me, Roz, and all of our viewers, um, as you can see, we're still striving for perfection. And as we put these uh, videos out, these uh, YouTube videos out, month by month we have things that are happening in our lives that are causing us stress
1: <laughs> i was gonna say growth
2: <laughs> and yep uh, that's what's gonna say next growth uh we're still growing and i mean so we're doing this together we're working to be free together yeah. and that's what this podcast is all about yes
1: um
2: so we do thank you guys for watching i would say we apologize for it being long but you know it happens sometimes and i think it was good um so we do thank you guys for watching if you have not subscribed we do ask that you do like comment share and subscribe share this with your friends share it with someone who you think will need
0: it um yeah um
2: anything else you want to say
0: ross yeah, y'all, we just was having a conversation today. So hope you were able to follow along. We love you guys and we'll see you next month.
1: All right. Bye. Bye.